Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hello and welcome to episode 968 of the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Applebaum. What's going on, everyone? Happy Thirsty Thursday. I miss you guys last couple days. Um, There has been a lot that has been going on in the college basketball betting market. So many of you, a couple updates, interesting things, comments. Uh, We've got to talk about the last couple days, last night in particular. Uh, And then we're going to look forward to a five-pack of sweats here tonight. Again, continuing to grind college basketball. I have four college basketball sweats for you, including a woo-woo-woo Ken Palm sound the alarm for uh, our friend Maureen Chase, as well as a very high total in a random game that I think is going to go over. So I'm going to give you that. Also an NBA bet here uh, for a primetime game tonight that also might surprise you a bit. And then we're going to finish up the pod, continuing to build our offseason or kind of going into the season uh, futures play, our futures portfolio, I should say, for Major League Baseball, because I already gave you one win total. I am bigly on the Arizona Diamondbacks over 83 and a half wins. The one I'm going to give you today, when you hear it, you're going to puke in your mouth. Uh, so you're going to spit out your coffee. I'm preparing you right now. But it is one of the biggest nerd analytics edges that I've seen in quite a while. So uh, stay tuned for that second half of the pod. Now, before we dive into our five pack and get to our housekeeping, just a couple comments. Um, last three days, guys, uh, last time we talked on Monday's pod, we eked out a, a winning night, uh, two and one, uh, getting about a half unit there. We got the FAMU Alcorn over, which was nice, uh, scored a ton of points in the first half, got a little sweaty in the second half, but cashed that over in Virginia tech, that unranked home fave ranked opponent came through once again, didn't even have to sweat that a very rare rocking chair win there. Uh, and you guys know what a rocking chair win win is, right? I know a lot of you do. If you don't rocking chair, it's the opposite of like a bad beater, not opposite, but not a bad beat backdoor cover. There are different ways to describe a win or a loss. Uh, but a rocking chair one is basically uh, one that is from start to finish, zero sweat involved, a winner from start to finish. You never get nervous. 
basically think of yourself on a nice summer night with a lemonade sitting on a rocking chair out on your porch. Uh, it's one of those wins. So that was nice to see with that uh, Virginia Tech coming through bigly over UVA. The loser was Southeast Louisiana. That one was annoying because we really beat the closing line and it went to overtime and they got rolled in overtime, which uh, again, wasn't great, but still a winning night on Monday. Now, Tuesday, Wednesday, I am off, but you know what? I can't quit you guys. I love uh, continuing to write for vcin.com. So I did put out sharp reports the last couple days and Tuesday was a great one. 2-0. and uh, We had BYU come through against Baylor. BYU super sharp contrarian reverse line move and that was that uh, two ranked teams take the home favorite system match. And then also Utah State, San Diego State. Utah State came through. Another sharp reverse line move. Great bet splits. Now the unranked uh, home favorite versus ranked opponent. But then last night was a frustrating night. Because if you had read my article on vcin.com where you can find all my sharp reports, uh, it was 0-2 uh, with both Alabama and New Mexico failing to cover the number. And what's really frustrating is that we capped those perfectly and beat the closing line. Like when I wrote about Alabama... Uh, it was a 50-50 bet split. They went from, I want to say, minus 7.5, minus 8 up to minus 8.5. They closed at minus 10. So this is kind of the frustrating part of sports betting where when you do your part and you get a great number, and remember, the goal of sports betting, of course, is to win as many bets as you can, but it's also, if you talk to you know wise guys and professional bettors, really half the battle is just beating the closing line. It's trying to get good numbers because if you can consistently get CLV, I know there's a kind of a betting community argument about, you know, people I've seen this a lot, like recently on Twitter, maybe it's the rise of legalized sports betting and people maybe not fully understanding uh, how to approach a sports betting market um, there. I see this thing cropping up like COV is kind of like a, a sour grapes or a loser's lament or you lose, but you mentioned you got CLV and it's like, oh, you really won, but you didn't. So I just want to kind of get back to basics here and say that closing line value is a good thing. You know, it means that regardless of the outcome of the game, you made a good bet. It's just that the team you bet on didn't come through for you. So I always give the example of, and it always kind of frustrates me. I see it all the time. Um, and there's, you know, a couple people in particular, a couple outlets that continue to say this, and it just drives me nuts. But the right side is the winning side. No, not always. You know, if, if you get, uh, I always give this example in the NFL, but if you bet the Chiefs minus three and they close at minus one and a half and they win by 20 points, Did you make a good bet? No, not really. You paid a bad price. You laid a three when the market said uh, it was one and a half. Now flip it the other way. If you get a dog at plus three, they close at, you know, plus one and a half and they get rolled by 20. Are you an idiot who made a bad bet? No, you beat the market. You read the market correctly. You made a good bet. You beat the closing line. It's just the team didn't come through for you. So last night's examples were, again, Alabama uh, minus eight and a half. That's what I played them at. They closed minus 10. Again, we beat the closing line by a point and a half. That's huge in a spread sport like college basketball. Just couldn't cover the number. Now, there's a, a chance there in overtime where they were up seven, and I'm like, okay, maybe we're going to get this one. Didn't happen, obviously. The other one was um, New Mexico. Got a minus seven. They closed minus eight. What happens? They win by, I think they won by two uh, late there at the end. They almost lost the game. So, whole point being, whether you go 2-0, and 0-2, oh, you know, just keep an eye out on closing line value, trying to beat the closing line, because if we consistently bet teams like Bama minus eight and a half when they close 10 or New Mexico minus seven when they close eight, you know, we're going to be winning long term. It's just last night, obviously, we got CLV and didn't come through for us. So I just wanted to address that because, um, you know, I got some Twitter heat like what an idiot take laying the points with Bama. How you're an idiot or New Mexico. You're so stupid. It's obvious. Take the trendy dogs the other way. No, you know, the trendy dogs did cover. But again, closing line value and beating the closing number 
always keep that in mind. The goal is always to beat the closing line. You may win or lose tonight or this one or two game sample, but if you consistently are getting CLV and beating the market long-term over thousands of bets over multiple years, you're going to be winning better. I guarantee you that. So anyway, just wanted to address that. Uh, Back toward tonight, again, five pack, four college hoops, one NBA and a gross MLB win total for you. Before we dive in our sweats, as always, a little bit of housekeeping. If you haven't done it yet, go sign up for the free VEASAN daily newsletter. All you got to do is go to VEASAN.com slash newsletter, plug in your email, hit submit. Then every morning you're going to wake up to that free email from us, which is just a great way to set the table. Even if you just pop it open and, you know, scroll down for, you know, 60 seconds, there could be one little link, one little nugget that can help you win a bet, get you excited for all the big games on tap that day, links to our articles, promos for legal sports books, links to our pods, all included in the daily newsletter for free. So go sign up, VEASAN.com slash newsletter. Then if you're looking to take that next step in your sports betting journey, I would highly recommend becoming a VEASAN All Access Pro member. Again, we got a lot of great free stuff at VEASAN, but once you become a paid member, you're really going to get everything, which is really a lot of great resources here. So you're going to get best bet picks from all the guests and the hosts at VEASAN, a live stream of all the VEASAN shows, all the articles beyond the paywall, the DraftKings percentages, bets and dollars, the bet splits, and all of our betting guides, all included when you sign up, beeson.com slash subscribe. Then, of course, lastly, support us on social media. We pump out a lot of great sports betting content throughout the day, uh, and you can follow us at VEASAN Live, and you can follow me at Josh underscore insights. So with that being said, on a big thirsty Thursday, five-pack here tonight. Let's try to get three or more. Let's start off with some college hoops. Over 60 games to sweat tonight, uh, and I got a few here that caught my eye. So I want to start off with... A Ken Palm sound the alarm. You guys know what that means. I know Maureen Chase knows what that means. That's when Ken Palm has one team winning the game outright, when in the betting market, they're getting points. Now, last time we saw this, uh, we played this on the pod. It was Northwestern against Rutgers. Remember, Ken Palm had Northwestern winning the game. They ended up losing, but they covered the four and a half. That's all that we care about. So tonight's example, seven o'clock, Charleston against Delaware. Now, setting up this game here, uh, Charleston going in is 20 and seven. They've won five straight, just beat William and Mary, uh, Bill and Mary, as I like to call them, 65 and 50, 65 and 57. Now, Delaware is only 17 and 10, but they have won five of six. They're playing well. They just beat North Carolina A&T, 62 to 54. So what have we seen across the market? Well, Delaware sharp line move and Delaware is the Ken Palm sound the alarm place. So Charleston opened as a two point road favorite. Public says Charleston is 20 and seven. Great record. What do they have that long? Uh, was it last year or year before they... Uh, I think they made some noise in the NCAA tournament. But anyway, Charleston is getting uh, nearly two-thirds of bets, yet they've fallen minus two to minus one and a half. So why is the line going to Delaware if the public is all over Charleston? Well, tells us smart money here is on Delaware. Delaware is only getting around a third of bets, but nearly 70% of the money. Further evidence here of the bigger, sharper wagers going Delaware. And here's where it gets good. Ken Palm has Delaware winning this game by one point. He's got him winning 77 to 76. So you guys know the drill. Ken Palm has the team winning uh, by one point and we're getting plus one and a half. Boom. That's a bet I'm going to make every time. So give me Delaware plus one and a half. The market is kind of coinciding with Ken Palm, which is what we love to see. Now, Delaware does have the better field goal percentage, 47% versus 43%. So hopefully they'll shoot better tonight and better defensive efficiency, 152 in the country versus 199. And I mentioned this earlier, there has been a little bit of buyback, but there's a lot of money that hit this over. It was as low as 152. It got up to like 155 and a half. It's now back down to 154, but I saw a lot of money hit that over. I didn't play it. I felt like it just moved too much. 
Uh, but again, noticeable that, hey, high scoring game. Hopefully that's a good sign for Delaware, who has the better uh, better field goal percentage. But Ken Palm sound the alarm. Woo woo. He's got Delaware winning the game. We're getting a one and a half. Give me the Delaware Blue Hens plus one and a half. Keep on cruising. Next one for you. Another seven o'clock game here in college hoops, Drexel and Hofstra. I uh, really like this angle toward Hofstra. So I'm on Hofstra money line. Got them at around minus 180. I know it's a somewhat of an expensive price. Of course, as always, bet Tris, not bet to win. I'm not risking 1.8 units to win one unit on Hofstra. Every bet I make, every bet I talk about on the pod, it's always risking one unit. Uh, so one unit to win a little bit more than a half unit here on Hofstra. But a little background here, Drexel, 17 and 10. They've won two straight. They just brushed aside Campbell, 81 to 66. Uh, Hofstra, though, playing well also. They're 16 and 11, but they've won five of six. They just crushed Northeastern, 82 to 62. Now, why do I like Hofstra? Because this is one of the biggest overnight and early morning, early afternoon sharp moves in favor of Hofstra. Hofstra opened as low as minus two and a half at home against Drexel. Now Hofstra is up to minus four. When I was writing about this one in the vison.com um, uh, sharp report, as well as the morning bets pod, it was pretty much minus four, minus 110 across the board. I'm seeing some books juiced up like it may go to four and a half. I actually do see a four and a half out there. So the line is continuing to go in favor of Hofstra, which is a good sign. Not great if you didn't bet the early minus 180 money line, but a good sign that you know further movement is banking on Hofstra here. Now Hofstra has a lot of offensive advantages. Effective field goal percentage, 56% versus 50%. Better three-point percentage, 37% versus 34%. Better free throw percentage, 75% versus 72%. And they take care of the ball a little bit better. Their turnover percentage is um, one, uh, sorry, 99th in the country versus 153 for Drexel. Now, again, I'm going money line to protect myself on the off chance, you know, Hofstra wins by four or less. I want to win my bet, not push or even lose a four and a half at this point. 78% bets, 92% dollars on the money line around Hofstra. So good example there of smart money going with Hofstra to win the game. It's a revenge spot. Hofstra lost to, to Drexel by two points, 79-77 on the road about a week ago. And home road, very important here. Hofstra 9-2 at home. Drexel just 5-9 and nine on the road. And home favorites in CAA conference play straight up are 48-12, 80%. So I'm going Hofstra on the money line. I got minus 180. Next one for you. Uh, this is the third one I talked about on the morning bets and chart report. And then I'm going to give you a crazy high total that we're going to go over on, but Troy and Arkansas state going Arkansas state here on the money line. Got a minus minus one thirty-five this morning. A couple reasons like Arkansas state. Well, first setting the table. This is really fishy. Troy comes in 18 and nine. They've won seven of eight. Arkansas is 13 and 14. Now they have won five of six, but we open Arkansas state minus two at home. Why is Arkansas State favored if they're 13 and 14 and they're playing a team that's won seven of eight and is 18 and nine? Flip it the other way. Why is a team who's 18 and nine getting points tonight? Doesn't make sense, right? Seems fishy. Well, this game opened minus two Arkansas State. Now, you are still at two at some shops, but a lot of shops were up to two and a half earlier today. So pretty much stay the same or move toward Arkansas State. And that's fishy because, again, Troy has this great, um, this great one loss record. Uh, Arkansas State, aside from kind of the fishy angle here, stayed the same, removed in their favor. They have a big edge in offensive efficiency, 61 versus 162 in the country. Uh, Better effective field goal percentage, 52% versus 50%. Better turnover percentage, 134th in the country versus 298. Uh, Really, hopefully that's an angle there to exploit. Troy turns it over a lot. Now, Ken Palm does have Arkansas State winning by two. 
So if you're going minus two, two and a half, again, not much of an edge there, but he has him winning, which is why I'm going money line at minus 135. Uh, also home road, Arkansas State, eight and three at home. Troy is three and seven on the road. And home favorites in the Sun Belt Conference play are 37 and 10 straight up, 79%. So again, fishy is all hell. Why is Arkansas State favored if they're a game below 500 against 18 and nine Troy? Uh, I'm going to go with this big home uh, road edge in favor of Arkansas State. I'm going Ark State money line, the Red Wolves at minus 135. Now, one last bet for you. Um, the other day when we did the pod and we were talking about the FAMU Alcorn State over, we were talking about how, hey, we don't really bet many totals on the pod when it comes to college hoops. Why? Because we've had a lot of success with sides. Why? If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Um, but it got me thinking, these added game extra games, with line moves that line up with Ken Palm, you know, maybe we should play a little, a few more of these. And I found one today that is a very high total. It's in the nosebleeds, but it's got a good Ken Palm edge, good line move, good percentages, um, and hopefully we get a lot of points in this one. So it's a couple teams that we've bet on, bet on or against quite a few times this year. Uh, it's Queens, uh, the Queens Royals, not from, uh, not from England, not from Queens, New York, but from North Carolina, as we talked about. Uh, a little pub trivia for you, and Stetson. So Queens against Stetson tonight. Now, first thing you got to know, added game, extra game. You guys know the drill here. When we see line moves and added games, extra games, it's always a good sign. Public doesn't care about these games. They can't even find them on their app. Yet, if we're seeing a line move, it tells us that smart money's taking a position. So this is game 306-531, 306-532. And what are we seeing here? Not the spread. It's Stetson minus 6.5. Really hasn't moved off 6.5. The angle here is the over. I'm rooting for points here. This total opened at 158.5. Very high total, 158.5. It's been bet up to 159.5. Uh, and why is that important? Add a game, extra game line move. So again, public's not betting this. Wise guys are. Then I go to the bet split. 40% bets, but 92% of the money is on the over. Man, that is a massive discrepancy. Only 40% bets, 92% money, a plus 52% discrepancy to the over. Then I go to Ken Palm. Ken Palm has a final score of 161. So here we are building a case. We have a line move on an added obscure game. We have a great bet split. We have a Ken Palm edge over 159 and a half. He's got a 161. Now we're building a case here further. Two bad defenses. Uh, you have Stetson ranked 312 in defensive efficiency. And you have Queens ranked 318. So both teams don't play very good defense. Then I'm looking at their offense. Queens is averaging 80 points a game. Stetson's averaging 77 points a game. Queens is giving up 82. Now Stetson's better defensively. They're giving up 71. Both teams are around 45, 46% um, field goal percentage. So score a lot, give up a lot. And then here's the last little angle that I like toward the over, especially on a dog who's going to have to fight to the bitter end, hopefully to keep this thing competitive. Queens. Do you know the, the rank of the tempo for Queens? 72.9. That's possessions uh, per 60 minutes. Uh, or sorry, for per 40 minutes. Um, Queen's tempo, 72.9, is the ninth, ninth fastest uh, in all of college basketball. So again, add a game, extra game. Nobody public-wise is focusing on this one. Yet we have a line move up, 158.5 to 159.5. Great bet split, 40% bets, 92% money. Ken Palm's got a 161. Bad defense, fast tempo. Good offense. I'm going Queens and Stetson over. Let's let's get both teams in the 80s over 159 and a half. 
That about does it here for the first half of the pod, guys, but we ain't done yet. We got more to get to. We're going to take a very, very short break. When we come back, I have an NBA total for you in a big game here tonight. Uh, And then I have one of the most disgusting win totals you're ever going to hear in Major League Baseball. But man, the nerds, the guys in the pocket protectors and the uh, the thick rim glasses, you know, that you get stuffed in a locker, you break them in half, you got to tape them in the middle of the, of the uh, of your glasses. Those nerds, uh, they really like this team to go over their win total. So stay tuned for that. Got an NBA play and an MLB win total. When we return on episode 968 of the VEASAN Market Insights podcast with me, your buddy, your host, the guy you grind and sweat with in the arena, approaching betting from a sharp, data-driven, contrarian angle, your buddy, Josh Applebaum. Stick with us, guys. We'll be right back. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, he's gonna guard, and then on I'm top of it, like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? Because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant. Just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. All right, everyone, we are back at it. Episode 968 of the VEASAN Market Insights pod on a big thirsty Thursday. We started the pod Talking college hoops, I'm on Hofstra money line, Delaware, woo-woo, plus one and a half. Arkansas State money line and the Queens Stetson, over 159 and a half. Now let's go over to the NBA. Now, one thing I would say, be careful with NBA tonight. It's the first game back after the All-Star break. You know, who's going to play, who's not going to play, added, added motivation, long layoff. You probably have rested legs, but also are you rusty? Just to me, the first game... Um, before the All-Star break and the first game after the All-Star break, it's just a tread lightly. So, you know, to me, NBA is a sport to be careful with anyway. 
I feel like NBA is one of the harder sports to bet on just because of, you know, load management injuries, not knowing whether a guy's going to play or not. Um, so I just think if you're usually, if you usually bet like three NBA games a night, maybe you bet one or two, you know, just, just be careful because fluky weird things happen in and out of an all-star break. Now, with that being said, I got one bet for you. It is going to be, it's not as of right now, but it will be when it comes to the time of tip off the most heavily bet game of the night, Lakers warriors, 10 o'clock on TNT. Now, where am I going with this one? Uh, first off with the side. No, I got no play on the side. My bets on the total. We have seen some movement toward the Warriors. They open like minus, I want to say minus four and a half, minus five. They've been bet up to around minus six. Uh, but what I like here is the over. Give me the over. I'm going over 242 and a half. Now, the total open at around 241 and a half. It's been bet up to 242 and a half. I do see some 243s out there. So make sure you shop around. You hate to, you know, get over. You hate to see it land 243 and, you know, you play a 243, you push when. Obviously, if you got a 242.5, you win. So I was able to find a book at 242.5, so I went over. There's a couple that are available right now, so you should be able to find it as well. But aside from the line going over, you know, you would think that a TNT game, 10 o'clock, you know, really heavily bet game, you would think this would be a huge public over, right? Lakers, Warriors, you know, know, people at the bar, uh, Sunday on a Thursday night, you know, just sweat the over, put five bucks on it. But that's actually not the case. This total is only getting 47% of bets on the over, but 79% of the money on the over. So it's a, it is actually a contrarian reverse line move to the over. That means public's under slightly, 53%, yet the line's going up. So a great bet split there. Now, I think one reason why probably the public is maybe not hammering the over is because LeBron James is out. So no LeBron here. But I actually think maybe with no LeBron, it could be a good thing for the over. He missed the last game against Utah. I think it was like a 138 to 122 game, something like that. LeBron's a little bit slower. He is good defensively as well. Good offense too, but it opens up when he's not on the court. Um, So with that being said, the line's rising. Uh, We do have some over refs here. Uh, Petritus, Zarba, and Kogut are all between 51 and 54% to the over. So hopefully we get a lot of whistles, uh, get a lot of scoring here. Now we're building a case to play the over. The other thing I like is both these teams are actually pretty quick. They're top 11 in terms of pace. Lakers are number six. Golden State is number 11. So up and down the court, more possessions, more opportunities to score. Now, Golden State is number 10 in offensive efficiency. So hopefully, uh, again, get some uh, some good offense here from both squads. Both teams are bottom 15 in terms of defensive efficiency. Uh, again, I mentioned how you're worried, you know, rest first tired. You know, or sorry, rusty versus tired, or rusty versus rest is what I mean to say. Obviously, these teams haven't played, for, you know, for a bit here. Now, no LeBron. Curry's going to play. He played in the All Star game. Uh, he cashed what was he minus two fifty against Ionescu, uh, which she actually played very well in that three point contest. But anyway, hope, hopefully, a lot of these team, a lot of these players tonight are rested, have their legs up and down the court. They're champing at the bit, which it's champing. It's not chomping at the bit uh, to play. But anyway, I'm going to bank on the rested legs. And then also you look at both these teams. They're really good over teams. Now, Golden State is 30 and 23 to the over. That's the fourth best over team in the NBA. At home, they're 18 and 10 to the over. Then you look at the Lakers. They're 31 and 26 to the over, eighth best in the NBA. And they're 20 and 8 to the over on the road. That's the number one over road team in the NBA. So no LeBron. Again, you think it's going to be a lower scoring game? But no, the total is ticked up. Great bet split over refs. 
fast pace, good offense, not great defense, two good over teams. Guys, I'm going Lakers Warriors over 242 and a half. Now, to finish up the pod, whew, get ready. You're going to puke in your mouth on this one. Now, I'm I am building my portfolio for MLB win totals. The first one I I put in was over 83 and a half wins uh for the uh Snakes Arizona Diamondbacks. Then I'm looking at the data and I'm comparing um the Vegas numbers or the, you know, the odds basically across the betting market versus what Pacoda has. Now you're asking yourself, what the heck is Pacoda? Pacoda is the Baseball America or Baseball Prospectus projections. So basically the projections uh, of how every team's going to do this year, how many wins they'll have. So this is really the go-to, you know, we always talk about Ken Palm in college basketball. He's the best when it comes to analytics, when it comes to, you know, the nerds, who project baseball, uh, they are, Pocota's the best. This is the best, um, you know, kind of formula to project wins and losses. It's pretty accurate year to year. So I'm com- I'm comparing each win total to with what Pocota has. If you remember, um, the Arizona Diamondbacks were over 83 and a half wins and Pocota had them at 85.2. So it's a small edge there. I stumble upon the Oakland Athletics. Now they're not going to be the Oakland A's for long. Uh, I think they're going to play in Sacramento for a couple of years before they get to Nevada, and they're going to be the Las Vegas A's. Um, and I'm looking at Oakland. I'm looking at their win total. It's the lowest in baseball, 56 and a half. Obviously, they were terrible last year. No bones about it. They won 50 games. They went 50 and 112. Then I stumble on Pakota. Do you guys know what Pakota has for the Oakland A's projected wins this year? 65 wins, 65, the retirement age, 65 wins, 6-5. I'm like shocked by this. I'm like, is this a typo? You know, this team is terrible. They won 50 games last year. You're projecting them to win 15 more games this year compared to last year, but it's true. I double-checked it, triple-checked it. Pakota, the nerds of baseball, the best, sharpest nerds, have the Oakland A's winning 65 games. So, I'm holding my nose and I'm going over 56 and a half wins for the Oakland A's. If you don't want to join me, I don't blame you. This one is about as gross as it gets. But there are some things to like about Oakland. Obviously, I'm making this play based on the Pakota projections, and that's a huge discrepancy. 15 wins, betting market compared to Pakota. But then I'm looking at kind of building a case of this is, a, this is the ultimate contrarian play when it comes to a baseball win total, because as a contrarian better, you're looking for value. You're looking to buy low and sell high. You know, this is, you know, um, kind of the foundation of being contrarian better, looking for value. So you're buying on bad news. You're buying on the narrative that they stink. They're going to move to Vegas. The cheapskate owner, the crowd is completely in revolt. They're bringing pitchforks to every game, sell the team. The expectations couldn't be lower. There's absolutely zero pressure on the Oakland A's. They're expected to lose. So you can play pretty free. The payroll here is $45 million. Uh, by comparison, the league average is $147 million. Oh, uh, the Yankees are 290. So again, you're kind of buying low on bad news. You're you're embracing this buy low opportunity. And really what I'm banking on is Pakoda is the number one thing I'm banking on. Like if you told me Pakoda had them at 57 wins, I'm not going to play the over 56 and a half. But the nerds are smart for a reason, and they seem to like this over. Last thing I'll mention is this is a young team. A lot of good young players, a lot of high draft picks. Uh, one in particular is Zach Geloff or Geloff or Galoff. I don't even know how to pronounce his name. A lot of no names, but he's a second baseman who could be a really good player. 
So I'm going to Oakland A's over 56 and a half wins, guys. It's disgusting. If you don't want to play with me, I don't blame you. But can they win 57 games? Bakota has them at 65. This is just a straight-up value play, guys. I'm going Oakland A's, believe it or not, before they become the Vegas A's, over 56 and a half wins. So that about does it. Another pod here in the books, episode 968 of the Market Insights pod. uh, Reminder, if you enjoy the pod, if it's helped you cash some bets, if you feel like since you've tuned in over the last uh, 967 episodes and you become a sharper better, you look forward to the pod dropping, whether you tail fade or whatever, you enjoy the breakdowns, you enjoy this approach to betting. It's helped you to make sharper bets. You never really knew how to become a data-driven better, handling the betting market like uh, you know, the Wall Street traders handle the stock market, looking at line movement, percentages, betting splits, bets in dollars, betting system matches, going contrarian, being disciplined with your bankroll management. You notice I never talk parlays? Yeah, because parlays are the penny slot. They're the handout to the book. You want to be a good better? Avoid parlays. Why do you think they push same game parlays so hard every day on Twitter? Well, because it makes the house a ridiculous amount of money. But anyway, if this style of betting or approach has made you a better better, or you just think I'm a good guy and you want to make my day and make me happy, then go buy my book. Support the team. Learn more about data-driven betting. Go to Amazon.com. Type in the Everything Guide to Sports Betting. Pick up a copy for you or for a friend. It's got everything I've learned in the industry, guys. How lines are set, how and why they move, how to read line movement, how to locate sharp action, how to place a bet in person or online, how to shop for the best line, how to set up a bankroll management plan. It's all included in the Everything Guide to Sports Betting. So grab one, and I'll uh, I'll sign it for you and buy you a beer. A beer at the uh, at the sports book. But that about does it, everyone. Whether I see you at the Borgata in Atlantic City, Twin River in Rhode Island, the Brook in New Hampshire, Foxwoods or Mohegan Sun down in Connecticut, at the Encore in Boston, or Plain Ridge Park Casino or MGM Springfield, or out in New York, breaking handle records every month in the Empire State, uh, or getting uh, a victory burger out in the desert at Circa, sweating sharp and train, plays with Stormy in the crew, uh, sweating games in front of the big screen. Uh, or, of course, at the South Point, where the true grinders get down, where Billy Walters sends his number runners, where the lowest juice possible is found. Wherever it may be, you're going to walk up to me. And even though Bama and New Mexico didn't win, you know, we'll recycle those tickets. We beat the closing line. So how about from Tuesday, you show me a BYU ticket, a Utah State ticket. Or how about from Monday, an epic UVA, uh, or sorry, Virginia Tech ticket, beating UVA as a unranked home favorite ranked opponent. Guess what, guys? First one's on me. Next one's on you. We're going to post about the book. Sweat Sharp Contrarian plays all night long. So wish you the best of luck, everyone. My parting words, as always, stay sharp, stay contrarian, bet against the public, place yourself on the side of the house, always be with the smart money, never against it. Will smart money win every time? Of course not. If you haven't realized yet, sports betting's hard. But again, it gives you perspective when you're struggling, that you are in a challenging, uh, you know, challenging business, I guess you could say, challenging industry. But also when you're doing well, it gives you uh, gives you confidence because you know that this ain't easy. So if we can find that sweet spot, games that fit our model against the public with the house, with the pros, flat bet, avoid parlays and get that CLV that we talked about. We're going to be good. We're going to be successful betters long term. So enjoy the sweats, everyone. Have a great thirsty Thursday. We'll be back at it tomorrow. I'm about to join Sharp Money with my guy Patrick Maher and Dustin Sweetelson. And I'll see you guys tomorrow. Hopefully we can cash some tickets tonight. As the wise man of Easton likes to say, the legend, Mr. Brent Musburger, and I agree with him, cash and tickets is what it's all about. Good luck, everybody. Have a great uh, Thursday.
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.